anything else that was given to you or any, if you're trying to live your life by someone else's standards, someone else's values, you're not on your path right now. Yeah. And the only way you will be on your path is when you honor what you really value, what you want, what you care about, what your purpose is. This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby Cook and Evan Schulte, identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. Welcome to Way of the Artist. (laughs) I don't know. That was not the start I thought we were going to have for this podcast, uh, but there it is. There it is. There it is. Welcome, everybody, to really like the, the kind of the official first episode of Way of the Artist. Yes. And if you think you clicked on the wrong one, this is episode two. But the first one was just kind of telling you guys what we're all about. And this one, we're actually starting to lay down the groundwork. We're going to really get into it. And, um, you know, just to give you guys a heads up, the next three episodes are going to be about finding your path, being on your path, and then claiming your path. And they're going to be all very related. And they will ultimately lead us into these things that we kind of call the laws or the principles of artistry. And we're going to relate them all to, you know, your way as an artist, your path that you're walking. And really what we want to do is make something that's approachable, something that takes these kind of esoteric, sometimes egotistical ideas that we get thrown around and make it something that you guys can approach and use no matter where you are. If you're a brand new beginner or if you're like a 30 year vet. And, um, you know, we've been talking a lot and especially with the conversation we had leading into this, which is really cool because we were talking about purpose. And for me, I found that that conversation was so useful. And I've been doing this for 18 years at this point. And it would have been something that would have been valuable for me in the beginning. And it was valuable for me now. And hopefully we can continue to kind of bring things like that to light. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, these, uh, these next three episodes are, are, kind of a part of a series here and it, we really decided to take on you know kind of just the name of our our show you know how that all came to be way of the artist claim your path claim your own path uh more importantly claim your own creative claim your path, own path. <laughs> yeah. keep going on and on and on uh so we really wanted to explore this and say like well what does that really mean yeah uh and so here we are so this first part here as you've clicked on it is going to give you some indication of what this is about this is about finding your path and uh, we've got charlie the cat in the studio here jumping around causing havoc as always he's the third member of the podcast so if you hear him kind of meowing in the background or something like that we just let him roam the studio (laughs) Um, it's just how it goes yeah he's the mascot Here's, here's something, though. I want to say, uh, you know, there's, as, as, as artists, I think a lot of the time we identify a lot more with what we do than the way we do something. And I think what, you know, Evan and I really want to kind of bring to light here is that it's not so much what you do as an artist. It's the way you do what you do. And the way you do has a lot more to do with 
why you do what you do. So when we're talking about the artist's way, in a lot of ways, we're talking about the artist why. And we're not so much talking about the artist what. Whether you're a musician, an actor, a filmmaker, screenwriter, painter, it doesn't really matter what you do. These ways of relating to artistry transcend any medium. And we mm-hmm. know this because we've, as we said before, we've done 165 episodes with, you know, interviewing other artists, talking about this stuff, finding that balance and really figuring this out. And what we found after 165 episodes was it's, there's this common way that we all relate to our lives and our art. Yeah. So we're and, gonna- and the creative process in and of itself. But today, uh, the thing that we really want to get into is, um, you. <laughs> yeah, we want to get into We you. want to get into you. <laughs> what are who, you all about? What are you all about? Who are you as an artist, no matter what kind of art you do, no matter what kind of creative field that you're in? Uh, finding your path is really about getting in touch with who you are and, and, and building that connection, that relationship to yourself and for me, uh, that begins with a couple of very key questions, which I have heard from other people that these are the most important questions you will ever ask yourself in your life. Um, so before we say them, there's, and, and you start to like draw too many conclusions. We got into a big conversation before we even, as you alluded to before we even started this, because there's some stigmas there's a lot of things that kind of need to be unpacked with these questions. So that's what we're going to attempt to do here. Yeah. Um, but to lay out these questions, so here they are. Well, before you do okay. that, I just want to say something. So as we bring up certain words, you know, certain words that, you know, you, you hear in, in artistry or whatever, it's not so much what does the word mean? What is the definition of the word? More what we want to try to really get you guys thinking about is how do you relate to that word? How does that word feel for you? How do you connect to it? You know, because I think what you're going to start to find out as we go down this path and you go down your path, it's really all about you and how you relate to these things. Because, you know, that's, that's the thing that makes your artistry and your life special, your relationship to this stuff. So yes. how I relate to these things, how Evan does and how you do are all different, yet there will be a common thing. And we want to kind of evolve our relationships to these these words, these ideas, these questions and so forth. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for, for throwing that in. No problem, man. <laughs> so the questions that we're talking about, and it's kind of, it's kind of two and a half questions, I'll say. So the first question is, what do I want? All right, what do I want? The second question is, what is my purpose? And we're gonna, before you, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get into this because these are big questions and they can be really intimidating questions. We kind of want to take some of the 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 searingness out of them a little bit and and create a better understanding around this. Um, and sort of the half question as we get into our first one, which is what do I want? The half question is what don't I want? Because I think that in asking these questions, um, that can be a good starting place with all of this. So what do I want is, um, it, it's such a simple question. Um, but it is one that surprisingly, uh, we don't spend a lot of time 
really asking ourselves. And it's not just like, what do I want as in, okay, well, you know, you're, say you're an actor. It's like, oh, well, you know, I want to be a, a famous actor. It's like, okay, but why that? Right? That's another important question you can ask along this this trajectory. Or, or further, not just why that, but in what way do you want to be a famous actor? Because there's many different types of famous actors. And this, you know, yeah. I think when you begin in, in say, uh, any medium, when you're brand new to something, everything's very black and white and very simple. And it's just like, you're famous, you're not famous, you're a success, not a success. But as you get into artistry, there's variations of success, you know? And so, you know, is the Tom Cruise stardom, the kind of stardom you want to have, or is it more like a Leonardo DiCaprio or, you know, whatever. And, and how much in the media do you want to be and how much not? And, you know, and also like, what kind of projects do you want to do? Do you want to be doing action films? Do you want to be doing commercials, reality TV? You know, all of this stuff is going to start to factor in as you go along. And so initially I think the simple thing is, well, I want to be a success. I want to be famous. I want to be whatever. But as you get into this, you're going to start to relate to fame in a new way, Mm -hmm. which is the important kind of thing we want to bring up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's really about diving deeper into this question, right? Like, it's like, what do I want? What do I really want? What do I really, and in asking these questions and for, as we're going through all of these, uh, I think a big sort of segue into this or, or thing to keep in mind is that. These are not questions that, as we're asking them, you should be knowing definitively what this is. These are questions that um, your answers to them are going to probably evolve and maybe even change as you are on your path through this. So this is not really about saying like, this is what it is and it's this forever and (laughs) whatever this is, because that's not really how this works. These are questions, um, I think meant to create a sense of interest and curiosity about our own lives and how we relate to the world around us and how we relate to what we do. So this isn't about you having the answer to this today, tomorrow, this is an ongoing process of asking these questions. So what do I want is really about trying to get a sense of the bigger picture of, of where you, you fit of, of what has meaning to you and, and getting deeper and deeper and deeper because as I have started to grow and evolve through this question, I've started to discover that what I want doesn't really have anything specifically to do with what I do as a creative and as an artist. It has to do with something much deeper, almost more soulful in my life. And the artistry and the, and the life that I create out of it is just, is just an expression of that thing. So I don't want to like give too much away on that because I think it's important for everybody to start to discover that kind of thing for themselves and and not be led too much into, okay, well, your want should look like this. Hmm. Exactly. Well, I think, you know, want sounds like, you know, what do I want? Sounds like such a simple question on the onset. It's like, well, what do I want? Well, I want to, I want to watch television. I want to sit down. I want to have a drink. I want to whatever. And in some ways that is 
totally fine if that's the answer to your want. And then I think what ends up happening is if you go down this road, you go, well, if I have all the things that I want, you know, I, what do I, what do I really want? What, what's meaningful want, you know? Yeah. And so want is this kind of thing that I think initially is very surface. But then as you go deeper, you start to realize it's, it's more of a matter of the heart. It's a matter of the soul. It's a matter of this kind of deeper sense of meaning and self. And so he will, I want, I want love. I want true connection. I want, I want to do something that matters, that makes a difference, you know? And so, um, what do you want? You can kind of go down that rabbit hole as far as you want to go. And, and my point is just this, if you're first thing that you say, well, I want this, I want to drink. That's fine. You can kind of go down that road because the way want works is kind of like you satisfy your initial needs and then you start to ask the more, uh, the deeper and more profound questions and you can go down this want path leading to purpose, which yeah. we're going to get to eventually. Yeah, this right? question of just like, of continuing asking, what do I really want? What do I really want? Mm-hmm. It's something, it's, um, and, and part of also this finding your path, you know, we've got to talk about a calling. You know, if you're an artist, it's because you had a calling. <laughs> you must have. Because. You must have. There's no other reason why you would pick this. Yeah. Um, extraordinary and challenging and rewarding path. Um, but there's a calling there. And it comes from a deep want of some kind. And so the thing is to keep exploring this question along your path. And as you have more and more experiences in you and, and you do more things that once like, Oh, okay. But again, getting back to this, what don't I want is I, I found that as I consciously started exploring that question, because the thing is with these questions that we're proposing right now is that these are actually always kind of going on within us, you know, like these are going, but it's about establishing a a more clear connection to these questions and engaging with these questions on, on a more direct and conscious level. Right. But for me, when I, and not just connecting, but relating and relating. Yeah. Yeah. Like how do you relate to this, to these questions of, you know, what you want and what your purpose is. And we're going to actually give you a, a, I'm I'm excited to share this little twist that we're going to give them on the second question. Yeah. Because that was a huge discovery for us when we kind of realized, uh, and, and props to Evan, but you'll hear it, (laughs) you'll hear it soon. Well, it was a joint effort on that. Um, but so this question of what don't I want, that was huge for me as far as beginning to discover what I did want. Yeah. Cause that is almost easier can get the ball rolling. And I encourage, um, I always encourage artists. It's like to have some kind of, um, a meditative practice that not necessarily like, as in like meditation as in like sitting down and, and like, that's a great practice, but even something like journaling, um, and this is or how going for a walk. Yeah. But this is something that I really love to explore through journaling. And it was like, okay, well, what don't I want? And that just got things cooking because what do I want is such a big question, but what don't I want? I'm like, well, 
I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. And I don't want to end up doing that. And next thing you know, I was on this roll of just like, and I don't want my life to look like this. And I don't want my life to look like that. I don't want this, this, and this, and I don't want this shit. And but next thing you know, it was like, I want my life. It just kind of happened on its own. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I want my life to look like this. I want my life to be like this. And boom, boom. Next thing you know, I was like, Ooh, I'm closer to knowing what I want mm-hmm. in my life. And I continue to do that because it is a process that is ongoing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was a thing that the more I explored it, the more I asked, I continue to visit this. What do I want? What don't I want? And just letting it rip. And every single time it was just like, yes, yes. Just hitting something inside me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm getting more to what it is. I'm getting more to what it is and more to what it is. And as I'm doing that, plus living my life, having experiences, these things, it just, that, that picture started to become clearer and clearer and clearer to me. Yeah. Well, and you know, you're, uh, you, you gave such a great example in the way you expressed that, because as you talked about what you didn't want, you, you, sounds like you tapped into your passion and that's such an important part that leads to our next question about purpose and how like you know being passionate is very much linked into you know those bigger wants those those deeper wants those things that matter um on a, on a much more level because when you think about passion you get this energy and this emotion and all of this stuff. And it starts to become kind of, you know, fiery and vibrant and whatever. And so I think like, you know, when, when I do the, you know, I don't want this, you know, and I, I'm like, this in fact pisses me off. I don't like it when this happens in the world, which there informs how I want to be and what I want to do. Yes. And sometimes, you know, I think we, you know, and I think any artist, any person in life can be like, you know, there's times where I'm just not passionate. I'm not excited. I don't have energy. You know, if you start getting yourself a little bit, you know, aggravated sometimes with what you don't want, you start to realize what you do want. Yeah. So I think sometimes we just go, I don't know what I want. Right. But then sometimes figuring out what you don't want actually unlocks what you do. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, because they're in respect, they're sides of the same coin. Yeah. You know what you want and what you don't want. They're sides of the same thing. Yeah. Right. So it's like they're, they're all pointing towards kind of, I guess I would say the core of who you are. You know, so it's like as soon as you say this one thing that you don't want, it immediately kind of infers that you want the other thing. You want the opposite of that thing. So that's it has this weird kind of effect, but it's almost a a hack to your brain to just begin with what I don't want, because that's a thing that we're just a bit more clear on, you know, like we're very good. Our brains are very good at figuring out what we don't like and what we don't want. Yeah. When you, at, when proposed with the bigger question of what do I want, you know, that starts to become a little bit fuzzier because it's, in a, a way. it can be overwhelming in it, some ways. And because there's so many things that we don't know, there are so many experiences we haven't had there. It's yeah, it's, it can be, it's almost like the entire, you know, infinite, options of, of everything just open up for you. Right. So I think also when you, when you go down the road of like, I don't want this, 
it's important to keep in mind that what you're doing is by cutting out options, you're clarifying. You're getting more and more focused on what you might want. And the thing is, is when you play the I don't want game, I think do it with the intention to start to get more of an idea of what you do want. Because I think if you just walk away and go, I don't want this, I don't want that, I don't want anything. And then it's kind of like, well, you know, it's not that you don't want anything. You know, if you say enough things that you don't want, it's got to lead to some point. Well, there's something you must want, you know? Yeah. And even if it's like, you know, like whatever, I mean, it's it's, just like a little glimpse almost, you know, that's almost how I started to experience that where it was just like, I don't want this. I don't want, and then it was just something like, I got like the little glimpse of it's like, Ooh, I want something that's over there. Yeah. You know, just this kind of thing that, 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 caught my awareness that just caught and, and, and that kind of grabbed my excitement too, you know, which is passion, which you just mentioned a little while ago and excitement are a huge, huge part of this first step of finding your path. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, and with path too, like finding your path, finding your way, you know, passion and purpose have a lot to do with it. And so um, I'd like to lead us into this, you know, into this purpose side of things. Yes. So here's here's my thing. And when Evan and I were talking about this whole thing, like, what is my purpose? You know, I, I didn't realize this until we started discussing it. But I'm like, I have a real gripe with that question. I don't I don't I don't like that question the way it's being presented, because it's like, you know, you get these people kind of going, oh, well, your purpose is to like save the world. It's to do this. It's like, you know, and it becomes this egotistical idea. And the thing is, is here's here's my experience of purpose. In my experience of purpose, when I started doing anything, I didn't really know what it all meant. I didn't know who I was supposed to be. I didn't know what changes would occur. It started with a passion and a want and a desire to go down a road. And then the purpose was much more short term. So it was like, you know, I want to make a film. And then it's like, well, I want to be a filmmaker. I actually want to be in the industry as a filmmaker. And then filmmaking led into acting. And it's like, well, I want to be an actor as well. And then it led into writing. I want to be a writer. And then it became, I want to make this big project and show people what's possible. And then, you know, it's gotten to a point where it's like, well, now it's like teaching people how to write scripts and make movies. Here's the thing, though, where I am now never would have happened day one because this was a lifetime of me going and or half a lifetime or a quarter of a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but it was me going down the road of following my passion and following what I felt was right in the moment. And so there's a certain kind of faith and a certain kind of trust that leads you. And then you start to kind of go, Oh, well now that I've gone down this road, I I'm doing this thing. And then people might say, well, your purpose is this, but you got to be very careful about how you look at your purpose. Right. Yeah. And you know, you presented, you presented it in a very interesting way. Is it's like the, there's a problem with the question. What is my purpose? Yeah. It's too definitive and it's too much of a label. And it's too like for what is something that is, is something that is evolving. Yes. You know, that is, is kind of shifting. You know, when we were talking about it, I almost thought of, of purpose as being like a, like a, a ball of dough. You know, like, it's just like, it's just kind of this mass of something. It's there. It's there. It's something that's almost tangible, but it's something that you just got to kind of put your fingers into. You got to put your hands into it and just need it and feel it. And it's, um, because yeah, we came to the, the sort of the arrival to, or decision that, 
yeah, the, the question of what is my purpose is just like, well, that's almost an unanswerable question. Yes. You know that like it's how do you, how do you do that? Because it's even bigger than the what do I want question. Like it's a it's a it's, bigger question. It's too big. It's, it's too overwhelming. Big. Like and nobody knows what their purpose is. And even if they say like, this is my purpose definitively, like you don't know that you don't know how your life is going to unfold, what this thing you're doing right now, what that's going to lead to and what doors are going to open up in your awareness, perception, wisdom, and so yeah. forth. And so, yeah, the way you rephrase the question, I thought was like, wow, that's it. Like it, it really turned yeah. the table for me. And what we did was, and this isn't, me just on my own rephrasing this question. (laughs) This was me just actually realizing that in our language itself, we have rephrased this question, which is not what is my purpose, but it's like, what is my sense of purpose? What is your sense of purpose? Because that's really what it comes down to is like you, it's something that you have a sense of. Yes. As opposed to just being like, that's it. Yeah. Right. Like it's like you go, it's like, no, it's, it's in this place. It's this dough, you know, that I'm kneading and is like in my hands and I'm playing with it, you know, like it's in here, but I'll never be able to just say like, that's it. Yeah. It's, it's going to be this constant thing that's, that's shifting and working. Right. Um, which is way more exciting, way more fun, way Way more more playful, way more approachable. Yes. That was the big thing for me is like when, when you kind of rephrased it that way, I was like, and you said, you know, it's kind of like this sense or this feeling. I'm like, you know, it is, it's a feeling and a sense. And I can approach that at any moment. I can go, what is like, what what do I feel like? What's my sense of purpose? I can dial into that right now. It's, it's, it taps into my present. It taps into my sense, my feelings, my body, right? As opposed to this esoteric kind of idea of like, well, my purpose is to change the film industry and make everybody like make movies. Like, like, I don't know if that's what it is. I do like to help people make movies, but I don't know if my purpose has anything to do with that. But my purpose right now, my sense, sense of it is like, I really love helping people make movies and write scripts and make their magic, mm-hmm. you know? And so if that gets a lot of people making movies and kind of gets a, a momentum of people doing that, then great. But I don't know if that was my purpose as far yeah. as like I'm concerned. But it's like, for me, it's like when you, even when you say that, I go, you know, even you strip away the, the movie part of it, because that's like the vocational part. And you just say, if you were to bring it down more so to like, my purpose is to help people make their magic. Yes. You know, it's like, okay, now we're in the ballpark of what purpose is, right? Like, because make helping people make magic that can manifest, that can happen in so many different ways. You could, you could do so many things within that. Right. And it'd be like, yeah, this is in my purpose. This is what lights me up. And that's where passion is so connected to purpose. Yes. Because it's like, it is, it's a thing that lights you up. It's the thing that brings your light out. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's that gets you connected to that thing. You know, when, whenever you start getting into a connected space of your sense of purpose is there's that feeling. There's a rush to that. There's just being like a, Ooh, like an excitement. Like I'm onto something with this. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but it's always kind of just that feeling of like, I'm onto something with this and then just going with whatever you've got at that moment. Yeah. And you know, I think like if someone, if someone ever said to me, like, I don't know my purpose, 
I would say, well, what do you feel like? What's your sense of it? What's your, you know, and because the thing is, is what's great about this rephrasing of the question as opposed to what is my purpose, but what is my sense of purpose? You start to go like, well, I kind of feel like, I feel like this. I feel like that. And you go, great. And you become the authority because now your feeling is answering the question. But here's the thing. This is the thing that I love about it is that I don't know how you feel until you express it. And so then your very purpose is an expression, which how beautiful is that? Yes. Right? It's not an idea that came out of your head. It's an actual expression. It's your sense. Yes. It's your feeling. Like it's that's incredible to me, you know? And that's where it kind of has to come from. Yes. Because when you're approaching it from a cerebral point, yeah. you know, it's like you're not gonna you're not gonna get to it really. Mm-hmm. You know, you're probably gonna come up with something that sounds real nice. <laughs> yes. But unless it connects with a real emotional, you know, sensorial part of yourself, you're not really where you need to be. Totally. Yeah. And I think that happens all the time, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, this cerebral, cerebral type of, um, purpose creation is you have this idea that sounds nice, but you don't have the feeling that connects you to it. And so you kind of go like, well, this is my purpose, but yet your body and your, in your, in your kind of essence isn't coming with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think like, um, purpose is such an interesting thing too. I'm, I'm also want to give another analogy about purpose because, um, my issue with the way it has been presented to me at times in my life was like this thing about saving the world. It's like, I'm going to be Gandhi. I'm going to do this. I'm going to whatever. And it's like, I don't know if I'm going to do that. Like, I don't know. Like, can I? Whatever. But like what I can do right now is I can be really truthful and honest and authentic about what I want to do and where I want to go. I don't know if it's going to lead to me doing any really great things and saving the world, but it can be truthful and honest and I can live a full passionate life. And so I think the thing that makes it more approachable is that you don't have to be some like iconic figure. You know, you don't have to have this vision of I'm going to be this iconic figure. You can be like right now, really honest about where you're at. And my analogy is kind of like this. If you've ever built a puzzle, you usually will build a puzzle in one of two ways. Either you'll find all the end pieces that go outside the frame of the puzzle and you'll find all those pieces and you'll slowly put them together and you'll build a frame and then you'll slowly fill in the middle and then you'll see the whole picture. The other way, and this can happen uh, simultaneously or whatever, is you'll find groups of colors or groups of things that look similar. You'll put them together and you'll start to put little pieces together. Purpose is much more like this in my experience. Mm -hmm. It's like you're building a puzzle. So you don't even know what the puzzle looks like yet. But what you can do is you can start to find things that align, find colors that match, find frames to it, find your boundaries of it, right? Once you do that, you'll slowly start to be able to put this whole puzzle together. And, And I imagine that as you go along, you're going to start to see near, you know, later in your life, oh, this is the picture of my purpose. It's more clear now. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and then I think even if you filled out this frame of what you thought your purpose was, all of a sudden you'll realize that your picture was actually 10 times larger than what you were building. And then you're like, oh, I was just looking at this little picture. My, my purpose is much, much bigger than I initially thought. Yeah. Right. So the frame all of a sudden grows way beyond what you initially built. So, um, this is how I think 
we can all relate to purpose and not have it be so overwhelming. And we can mm-hmm. feel like, man, I'm on my purpose. I don't know what the whole big thing looks like yet, but I know what this part is. Yes, know? because yeah. it's, it is, it's, uh, it's a constant unfolding. And as I've explored these questions and, and started to create that sense of it. And, uh, I want to say as well too that, like the order in which you ask these questions is, is somewhat important because the, the want kind of helps you to discover the purpose part of it. Um, and there was something else I was going to say, but I, I can't remember it now. So moving on. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, is that these, um, these questions are, I found related to each other as far as the sense that I've created for myself around these things. Like I can see a direct tie between what I want and my sense of purpose. Hmm. Um, but as far as I love your puzzle analogy of, of creating the, of the, of it being this thing that starts to take shape in something that, uh, that becomes clearer to us over time. Yes. Right. Because it's not about just saying I have an answer for this right now. Hmm. Um, that makes it a very difficult thing. And cause I've been in that position before where, you know, I've been confronted, you know, maybe with this question before in my life, but similar types of questions and just, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And the thing is, is to, this is what I was getting to. <laughs> it always comes full circle. I've learned to trust that. Is that... Uh, <laughs> are you blanking? I am blanking. By the way, we are drinking a beer on the podcast. That is kind of uh, our tradition here. Okay. Um, let's do a beer break. Let's do a little beer break because it seems like a perfect segue for that. <laughs> uh, so we're drinking from one of our favorite breweries. Kind of where this is all... Before you present this... We're not, this isn't an advertisement. No, no, we, this is a local craft brewery where we live. Um, and it's a tradition. Basically, I want to fill this in yeah, before we present the beer. Go ahead. So people understand why we're, oh, what beer? What the hell? So basically Evan and I have been, uh, actors and screenwriters, uh, you know, for a long time. And we wrote a bunch of scripts together and there was a script that there was some interest in. So we were rewriting it and we would get together and we'd sit down and we'd have a beer and we'd start talking about, you know, our, our lives as artists and trying to, you know, get paid and still be in integrity and all of that. And we started having these great talks and, these talks ended up being like a half hour to an hour or whatever. And we're like, man, I wish I had that talk recorded because we talked about some stuff and I really would like to like remind myself of it. And so the idea of a podcast came up. And so we were like, well, why don't we just record our initial talks before we get into the screenwriting thing or whatever we're going to do. And, and then, you know, for us, and then we're like, well, we could share it with other people too. And so here we go. We're we're on this place now where we did uh, basically the B and E podcast, which was our initial podcast, and then we rechanged everything. We re-altered it and went, okay, we're calling this podcast Way of the Artist, um, doing a few different things, but the beer stayed. Yeah. So because the beer was a fantastic component to the whole thing. Yeah. Helps the conversation, though it helps you forget apparently at times too. <laughs> um, so this one is from the brewery where this all began. Uh, for us. And this is from 33 Acres Brewing in Vancouver. And this is um, one of their seasonals just called uh, Coffee Number 3. So it's a coffee-flavored kind of uh, beer. Um, Very dark. 
It's uh, what? So what is this like? Um, this coffee beer is it like? Was uh, considered it's, a? It's not a porter or a stout. Um, I can't remember what he called it now, but it's a. It's something I've never ever heard of before. Oh really? Yeah, it's yeah, really so good we'll, though. It's um, it's like it's not too coffee flavored. Yeah, it's like it's it's you know they do such a good job there at with all their brews is like they find a really good balance. Like they're they're on it. Yeah, and um. Yeah, they're I'm definitely they've been around for a number of years now, and they're they're killing it as always. Um, but to get to what I was saying, because uh, it's all come back to me now, which is that uh, when you start to get in touch with your sense of purpose, at least in my experience, you'll look back at the things that you've been doing in your life. And realize that you've always kind of been on your purpose. Mm. That was the thing that was pretty mind-blowing for me, which was like, what? Like, I was actually already doing this when I was, you know, when I was like 19, 20, 21. I just wasn't very conscious of it. You know, for me at the time, it was just like, I don't know, this is just the great thing. For me, I can't just, I just can't imagine doing anything else. So this is what I'm doing. Mm. Um but then looking back on it, you'll realize that you're always on the path. Mm. You're always on that path. And that can help inform your purpose as well. Just as you start to make those connections. Right. To from where you are now to where you were before to where what you want, mm. where you want to go. Right. And how your purpose has always been been threaded and woven in there. Yes. The entire time. I guess it's it's how much you've been kind of claiming it and how much you've been owning it, though, because I think at times, you know, we are maybe on our path, but we're getting distracted and we're getting pulled, you know, because I think there's a lot of um, societal pressures. There's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of programming about how we're supposed to be, the way we're supposed to live, what we're supposed to do, what our lives are supposed to look like, all what we're supposed to want, what we're supposed to strive for. Yes. You know, so basically, and this is exactly, you did like the perfect segue into this because this is exactly why we're bringing the, all of like these questions up for for um, you to engage with is because there are these pressures the there are wants and purposes that we have been given from outside of us that we've adopted without necessarily even knowing why you know we might think that we want things that we don't even want at all and there's all kinds of stories. Jim Carrey is so famous for saying, I hope you get everything you want. So you realize it's not what you wanted. Mm. You know, like it's, um, it, it's this thing of, of all the pressures that we face in this world, in our communities, in our, and our communities, uh, on a larger scale, you know, from our, our countries and, and whatever, like there's a lot of pressures. There are a lot of expectations and these questions when we really think about these things, when we really spend time with them, help us to get a sense of strength and confidence and courage in who we are mm. in the world. Yes. You know, I think, you know, and, and just to lead off of that, I mean, so much of what 
I personally just think is so important for any human being, doesn't matter if you're an artist, doesn't matter, is that you start to see that you are an authority. There is a sense that you have inside of yourself. There's a, there's a knowing, there's, a, there's an internal wisdom. And, you know, when you have these societal pressures, when you have all this outside stuff and the kind of the program of the industrial age and all of that, it's very easy to start to get disconnected from your own sense of authority because, you know, we're taught to kind of listen to the teacher, listen to your parents, listen to this famous person, listen to this doctor, listen to whoever. And the thing is, is, you know, um, you can go down that road and yeah, people can help you about certain things. But when it comes to matters of the heart, when it comes to matters of authenticity, when it comes to matters of, of sense of self, of meaning, of purpose, those are you. You are the authority. Nobody can tell you what is the right path for you. And it's something that you're... Not even us. No, not even <laughs> us. And we can we can only encourage you to start asking those questions and listening to your own internal voice. And you might start to find out that you're being called to go a certain way and you have just not been listening to that. You just have not been honoring that or following that or claiming it or whatever you want to call it. And so... You know, I think, um, I mean, I've been an artist, you know, my, most of my life, you know, I've gone down that road and, and full, full fledged, you know, Mm -hmm. um, the thing is, is that even myself, I mean, and at different times in my life, I've had different pressures, you know? So like in my twenties, there was certain pressures in my thirties. Now there's certain pressures, um, you know, in my twenties, I'll just give you an example. Like, what is it to be a man, you know, and trying to, you know, do that, you know, and, yeah. and, uh, you know, be out there in the world and kind of, you know, the bravado and certain things like that, that all of us young guys had, you know, and we're trying to, we're trying to matter. We're trying to mean something. We're trying to live up to whatever we think we need to do. You know, now in my thirties, it becomes about, you know, like having your life together, you know, yeah. and like <laughs> having things figured out. And it's just like, I don't even know if anybody necessarily gave me this, but what happens is there's these weird pressures. And so then you feel these things and you go, well, I can't really do that thing I want to do. I got to go do this thing I have to do. And so what ends up happening is it's very easy to start, you know, taking these things that really matter to you and kind of going, I'll do them once I take care of business, once I take care of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I think what that leads to is it leads to a lot of discontentment, leads to certain kind of um, sometimes in some cases, uh, depression, it can lead to this sense of like meaninglessness or purposelessness, you know, that type of thing. And so like, I think part of being on your way, being on your path, you're, you're, it's the best thing is it's like the best medicine for anything like discontentment or incompleteness or unfulfilled feelings. Because when you're on your path and you're feeling your passion, life is full and vibrant. And it's amazing that we ever get talked off our path, that we ever get distracted, that we ever do anything other than our way. But we do, we just feel pressure and we feel like, well, you know, and I think the other thing, here's the thing that the big lesson that I've learned just recently, which is that I need to unapologetically go my way and not apologize for it, not make it like, 
anything else, not try and meet other people's values or other people's standards. Because here's the thing, you know, and this is just for me as much as it is for every listener out here, your values, your principles, your standards, those are yours. Anything else that was given to you or any, if you're trying to live your life by someone else's standards, someone else's values, you're not on your path right now. Yeah. And the only way you'll be on your path is when you honor what you really value, what you want, what you care about, what your purpose is. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like you will be on your path, but you're going to be getting knocked around yeah. a hell of a lot on your path, you know? I think also the other thing, too, is, you know, for people who maybe haven't been like lifetime artists, maybe people who are new to this, people who are like, I always wanted to go and do this, you know, creative thing. Um, don't look at it like, um, you know, don't look at it like wasted time. Look at it like that's what led you to the point for you to see and, and get connected to what you want. I mean, here's the thing. Whether you started out like, you know, I started out as an artist pretty much 17. I like moved out on my own and I'm like, I'm doing this and I'm going for it. And I figured out a weird way to make it work and just hung on and pushed through hard times. I had high lifetimes, you know, whatever. Um, you know, there's certain things where I go, man, I wish I started when I was 10, you know, but there's also things that even from 17 until now, we're in the middle of the journey. I was like, well, I wish I did more of this. I wish I did more of that. Yeah. You just, you got to understand that what you're doing at the time you're doing it is, is the best you could do at that moment. So don't ever kick yourself for not doing it sooner or guilt yourself or any of that nonsense yeah. because you, 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 you arrived, you're here, yes. you're here right now, whatever moment you're in. And not just that you're listening to this podcast, that doesn't matter. It's the, you're here, you're in this moment, you're present. And if you had that awareness, everything that got you here is what that took. Everything. Yeah. 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 And everything that you are brought, like every experience you've ever had has led you to this and it couldn't have happened any other way. Right. Um, yeah, man. It's cool. Okay. So let's, so let's, let's, um, wrap this baby up. I'm thinking, um, what I, what I want people to just walk away with is, Asking the question, what do I want? And and you can go from the very surface, what do I want, down to the deepest, what do I want? Um, and when it comes to purpose, m- my opinion is this. Purpose is highly connected to your sense of passion. So when you get down the want path enough, you'll start to see what you might be passionate about. Follow your passion. It will lead to your purpose. And remember that your purpose is just a piece of a puzzle, not the whole picture. And even when you build the whole picture, there's another bigger picture beyond that. And and that's how I see it. And just to give you my own life experience and the way I know this, I do know this is like, I don't usually claim I know anything, but this is one thing I do know was that when I was like uh, 16, 17, I knew I wanted to be a filmmaker. I didn't know my purpose. I didn't know whatever, but I knew that I wanted to learn filmmaking. I followed that path. It led me to go to move to Vancouver in the city. I started working at a restaurant for a few months. An agent found me because I was working at that restaurant. They said, come into the agency, do a reading. They said, I want to take you on as an actor, but do this acting class. Great. I became an actor. My life unfolded because I followed what I wanted. And listen to this. By the age of 21, I had a distributed film from 17 to 21. 
So, and I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And the reason that happened was not because of anything other than following what I wanted and my purpose. And the magic happens when you do that. So if I can leave anybody with anything, ask those questions and follow those questions. And, and we don't know what it will lead for you, but you will at least feel passionate and excited about your life going down that road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And before we start this, we had looked up because our conversation had reminded me of, um, of a Rilke quote, um, in his, uh, it was like to, he wrote this letter to, to a poet protege of his, but you know, he said, live the questions, you know, don't try to, you know, basically I'm paraphrasing here, but don't try to answer the things that cannot be answered right now, but live the questions. And maybe one day you'll just happen upon the answer, you know, just through, just through living and going through it. So the big thing, yeah, is just to ask these questions and, and, you know, I really want you to get excited about these questions, about embracing a sense of, of mystery and wonder about the unfolding of your life, about this path that is now begun that has actually had already begun, but now you're just becoming aware that you're on this path. And that's a huge part of what finding the path is. You know, there's almost a bit of a, it's almost a a little bit misleading finding your path because it's like you've all, you've always been on this path. Yeah. It's like finding out you're on it, but (laughs) it's, yeah, it's exactly. It's like finding out that you have been on this path and you've always been on this path. Yeah. Um, you have been, and these, that's just becoming one of the awarenesses that's a part of this. You know, it's becoming more conscious that you are on this path. And these questions are about you being more conscious about who you are, where you fit, how your your art and your creativity fits with all of this. How can that, how you can find greater meaning and depth in what you do. So, man, have fun. And it's an unfolding thing. Yeah. And the next podcast, we're going further into this. It's going to be um, about being on the path. And uh, Brandon, you've already said a few things uh, earlier that was just like that are a little bit of what that's all about. Right. Yeah. So um, and I think, you know, Evan put it put it right. You know, have fun with this. You know, these, these don't, don't, don't get all overwhelmed. Don't stress yourself out. Don't guilt yourself. You know, this is, this is great. I mean, this is all good stuff. You know, the more that you start to, um, embrace your own sense of, of you, of your you-ness, of yourself, of your own authority, you're gonna, you're, you know, you're gonna just dial into this stuff. And, you know, and I, I, I think, you know, the, the way of the artist podcast, we are directing it towards artists but it's not really just for artists. It's, it's, it's a way of life. It's a philosophy. It's an idea of looking at this. And it's not like we're not coming into this with the idea that we know. We're coming in this with the idea of let's live authentically. Let's, let's be willing to trust our own hearts and our own souls because we moved from the industrial age and we're in a new age. You know, some people call it spiritual. I, I know that some people resist that type of thing. It's, it's a, I, I like to call it self. It's a, it's an age of self. We, we lived, 
our parents grew up, our, our older generations grew up in a, in a time of industry, but our generation, these, you know, people now, and even my parents, they're actually, it's funny. My parents are like on this self journey now, you know, they did the industrial thing <laughs> yeah. and now they're going, well, what does it all mean? What does it matter? You know, like all of this. And so it's, it's cool. Cause we're relating on that. Right. And it's just like now industrial stuff's taken care of. We, we covered that. We did that really well. Yeah. You know? But now people are looking for meaning and purpose and greater depth because we have this profound technology that gives us freedom and autonomy. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I think all I want to do is lead people forward with going with all this freedom and autonomy that you have now with all this technology. What do you want? You know, what, what, what is your play going to be with it? What's your purpose? What's your passion with it? Because we don't have to drone out anymore. We don't have to just sit at a conveyor belt and, you know, apparently some people do this. They just put cheese on sandwiches, or at least that yeah. was a job for a while. You know, probably robots do it now. But we don't have to do that anymore. So now that you have this, this new lease on life, ask these questions and let's see what happens. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Get connected to yourself. Start building that relationship. Great. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show. If you got something out of this, if you feel it improved your life or your journey in any way, please take a moment to subscribe, leave a review, or share the episode. You can also support us on Patreon, where we have tons of great bonuses. You are the ones that make the show possible and help us to thrive. Thank you for joining us.